Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. This is our last episode of 2019. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife. You think I get this right after a while, but she's lovely. She's talented, and she's right here with me, as always, Miss Southern Shell. Merry Christmas, Shell. Merry Christmas, Mal. It's almost, hey, it's getting here. How many, how many shopping days are left? Do you even know? Uh, what's today's date? The 10th? Yeah, we're recording this on the 10th. Um, 15th? That's, that'd be, it'll be, if you shop it on, on the 25th, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> Only thing you're going to be at is Walgreens. I think I hadn't done that before. I know. There's something about a Walgreens punch bowl set that says I love you. The first year we were together, I got a Walgreens punch bowl set. Like the big bowl that you set out when you You like to party and you like to make punch. It was the perfect gift. And a chessboard set. We've never played chessboard. We've never played chess. Never talked about chess. But you got me a chessboard set. I was trying to see where you were mentally. (laughs) I was like, if this this woman will take this chess set and love it, I might have a chance. She might. It might work. I knew if you could make me a good punch and and play me a challenging game of chess. (laughs) He gave me a bottle of lotion, too. There you I was go. Like, that was that huh. was the sensual part of the game. <laughs> was it like Walker's lotion? Was it like Grandma's Jergens lotion, <laughs> or was it like some scented I, gift set from like? We weren't together Victoria's very much longer secret. after that. Is that the first time we broke up. With? Oh, good old days, man. That's a long time ago. Your gift giving skills have gotten much better. That was fifteen years ago. Probably more than that. Yeah, about oh four. Like, how long has that been? That, Fourteen years, right? No, it was oh three. Was it? Man, that's a long time ago. It might have been oh four. I don't know. Well, so being this is our last podcast of twenty nineteen, Christmas is on us. We're gonna do all Christmassy stuff, right? Yes. Um, before we get started on our barbecue Christmas podcast, uh Greg Rimpy, Central Barbecue yep, Show. I you did. were on it last week. It was last week, first Tuesday of the month, every first Tuesday, and that was that made a full year of them with Greg. Yeah. You can go back and listen to that archive always, and I will be back with Tim in January. Am I going to do one right after the first of the year? No, it'll be, yeah, I'll probably do one in January. Yeah, probably. Because it'll be like, the first will be on a Wednesday, right? So it'll be that next Tuesday, so it'll be like the 5th, 6th, 7th, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there and next January. It'll be New Year. So he renewed. New Year, New Me. He renewed my day. <laughs> There's no renewal. <laughs> He's having me back. I get to fill a spot. <laughs> I like doing. I like hanging out with Greg and talking yeah. to him. It's, it's a whole different style than what I do. Greg. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> that's the big difference. He's helped us a lot this hey, year. Yeah, that's how we got the sound sounding so good. And um, everything like that. So I need to go up and take some classes with like sit in on some of his up mm-hmm. there in, in Cleveland and see how, see how it's really supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah. But we got, is this our third year of podcasting? No, this is our second year. Next year, we'll come back as season three. Okay. This is season two. I thought we did a full season of just... We did. We didn't do two seasons of audio? We only did one? Yeah, okay. we just did one. I've, I've lost track. It's been such a fun time. <laughs> um, We didn't do a podcast last week, but last week you did release your 
raspberry chipotle ham uh, recipe. You got to do a ham recipe, man. Everybody's got to cook a ham for Christmas. And this one is, it's kind of got some barbecue flair to it. Did it out on the smoker. Double smoked ham is where it's at. But Super I took easy. I took the new Blue's Hog Rub. I hadn't, I never rub, tried sauce. it. Sauce. I never tried it. And I know everybody was going crazy over when it come out. And I said, man, you know what? I think I could turn that into a pretty good ham glaze. And so, because our original plan when we first talked about you doing a um, ham on the smoker, the whole premise was going to be super simple, super easy. No mess, no fuss. Yeah. And I don't even know if we were going to glaze it. I don't remember. Just run a ham. Yeah. We're just going to do the ham and show maybe a hash brown casserole on the side or something. But I wanted to turn it into something that but was a little more it. special. Yeah. And it was still easy. I don't know if you could get much easier. You take a spiral ham, you take it out of the package, you take the little bone protector out. You put it on your pit. It's fully cooked. You're just warming it up in some smoke. Don't use too much smoke. Like, don't go heavy on the smoke. Yeah. Not hickory or, or something, you know, harsh. Definitely don't do mesquite. Yeah, but especially just, if you're I, I like a fruit time. wood, so I want a little cherry wood. About two and a half hours. You don't need but a couple chunks of smoke to warm it up in that environment. Running a pit about 275. I did this one on my drum. Man, they're great on pellet grills. They're great on the old hickory. They're great on any kind of pit. It just be, it, it takes on another layer of flavor that you don't get in the oven because traditionally that ham's done in the oven traditionally it's overcooked <laughs> and traditionally it's dry as crap isn't it? yeah but this does not get dry two and a half hours then we glazed it and the glaze was simple i opened up that jar of blues hog raspberry chipotle salt barbecue sauce i mixed it with some brown sugar no you didn't what did I mix it with? <laughs> apple jelly apple jelly i melted yeah you did one to one hey I've, I've been in the nog already so it is christmas <laughs> How you like my hat? Uh, I love your my hat. My buddy Brad over at Grillgrate sent this to me. And he's like, what did it say? Use these in some of your uh, Post. p- uh, Instagram posts or something. I said, I can do one better. I'm wearing it live on my <laughs> Facebook video, on, on the YouTube video for the podcast. So, hey, Merry Christmas. So, I made that glaze. It was apple jelly, about a cup. I melted it one in a little saucepan. Yeah. Then I poured in the barbecue sauce, raspberry chipotle. <laughs> mixed that up. Glazed it over the ham. I didn't even notice you're wearing the hat. <laughs> you like it, don't you? Ho, ho, ho. I'm excited about Christmas. If y'all didn't know, Christmas is my second favorite Christmas. holiday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> the most, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And it's the time we get to take a little break. Heck but. yeah. I'm breaking it up. I'm going back. I went hunting yesterday. I'm going back hunting tomorrow. Probably the rest of the week, every day. So the ham, sorry. I got off track. 30 minutes and it's done. That's, I mean, that's it. <laughs> After you glaze it, 31 minutes, three hours total. It's going to be about 140 internal. Hundred. How it's got to get to 140. If you take it to 135, it's going to carry over. How important is that internal temp? I mean, you want it to be safe to serve. Could you I eat mean, that ham right out of the package? That's my I've question. done it. Yeah. Yeah. And this needs to be good and warm. And if you're serving this to people and you're getting, could you put your cold? name on it, take it. Yeah, you could. Well, then why do you have to take it to 140, 135? Because that's what they recommend. If you're going to set it out and serve it for four oh. hours, it's got to be up there or bacteria could grow, but it's so damn salty. I don't know what could grow. I don't know who's testing this to see if bacteria can grow on it or who says that's safe, but that's what that's what they tell me. Okay. So if I took it to 120 and served it? It's probably not going to kill you. Would it get anybody sick? I doubt it. It's got so much salt in it. They're probably going to have high blood pressure before they get sick <laughs> off that ham. <laughs> But that's what you got to say. Okay. So use a thermometer, check it, make sure your internal's right. If you want it extra dry, take it over 140. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do that for real. 
Oh. And it's better than a honey baked ham. I was oh, gonna, yeah. I, I got that to talk about because since we're in this ham talking, I figured we would go back and, and talk about some of my favorite hams. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. Let's wrap up this recipe. I got some more questions on this particular Fired recipe. Um, could you use a different glaze? Same recipe. Yes, different you could glaze. use. And in fact, I've got another good one on there on the on the lunch. website for a spiral ham. It's like yeah. the honey smoked ham. It's my version. And I had that to talk about too. But where you just put like a dry, I think you put like kind of a crumble. I started out with almost like a sugary glaze first. And one of them I did even put like honey mustard on it first, brushed it all around and sprinkled it with that sugary mixture of like um, brown sugar and then turbinado sugar and all that. Put that on it and cooked it. And then at the end, glaze it some more, like take some and melt it down with some apple juice and different i didn't look the recipe up and it's been probably five or six years since i've done that but i mean when i make a glaze for a ham i've even used the little packets that come with it i'll put a splash of coke or something in there with it maybe orange juice take that little sugar pack or either get me a cup of brown sugar and a little bit of turbinado sugar heat it up just enough to melt all the sugar and you don't need much liquid because the sugar is going to kind of turn into its own sticky syrup and it makes an awesome glaze it's that simple there's nothing to it different types of jelly Oh yeah, you could, sauce. and I have I got that on my list too. I did an apricot and apple glazed one. That's right, you that did really good. So you could take that recipe. You don't have to use that blue hog sauce if you don't want to. You could come up with your own. Yeah. You in fact, anything. I thought of one in there earlier that that I got on my list to do next year. What is it? It's going to be using fresh cranberry. Ooh. So with it, ham. Yeah, I think it'll make a good glaze. Yeah. Um, I was thinking you could do like a pineapple jelly. With yeah, you could definitely sauce. do that. Yep, something. Is you could use jelly? a Captain Rodney's as a glaze over it. That would yeah. be it would be a spicy ham. Well, they have some that's not spicy. Yeah, but like if you use that Buchan glaze or that peach barbecue uh, Buchan that, mm-hmm. that they have that we like, all those would be great on ham as a glaze. So really, the, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You're only limited by your own creativity. Imagination. <laughs> or just go non, you know, just straight out of the package and try it in, on the smoke. And you That's can, my mom's favorite way. She always, she wants me to just and she she really prefers it when I don't do the spirals when I do the uh, hmm. either the the shank or just the butt portion uh, unsliced because she likes to cut the cut the meat up to serve it for our dinner or, or you know whatever we're doing but then it leaves more meat on that bone because she always uses that bone for for vegetables for New Year's yeah so she'll have. Right now, she's probably got three or four bones in the freezer vacuum sealed, and they'll want to go in the black-eyed peas, want to go in the turnip greens, want to probably go in some brown beans or white. I mean, she uses it all the time to flavor stuff. Yeah. And if you put the glaze on it, um, what that can do to your – now, I don't mind it. I don't mind if you put it in my turnip greens and it's got a little bit of – but it's going to have a little sweetness to it because where you glazed it stays on some of that. So you got to think about it. It'll sweeten whatever vegetable, and if you don't like that, flavor in your vegetables you want it plain and my mom just wants the smoke and the meat flavor yeah the natural flavor of the ham that's why she prefers she says she can tell so i trust her um see i like the spiral cut because it's so easy that's why i like it it's so it's easy to portion once you once you get ready to serve it you just follow the scent you just get a knife and a fillet knife works great and you just kind of turn it where you can see and go down that seam and everything's portioned out you've got perfect serving sizes to me, it serves a lot more people. The spiral cut does because it's you can't you could cut it that precise. Yeah. You know, it'd be it'd be super hard to carve a ham that precise. But you could do that same recipe on whole hams. Or yeah, pit you hams could, oh yeah, or definitely, definitely. Is there any particular brand of ham you prefer when you buy? 
Tams. Mm, I usually go for what's on sale. Yeah. Audi has some really good ones. I think there's just Appleton Farms. I've bought the Smithfields. I've bought um, whatever Sam's members marks. I'm sure that's just like they're buying them and putting, slapping labels on them. It's yeah. probably all two or three really brands. And they're rebranded, but um, I hadn't had a, I've never had a bad one, I don't think. <laughs> How do you say some of them are a little saltier than others for some reason? But we had one that was really salty. Yeah, I've had, I mean, they're still good. And the salty ones are really good for cooking with. (laughs) All else fails. You got you some some, uh, bean seasoning. How do you say Chipotle? Chipotle. (laughs) Chipotle. Chipotle. It's Chipotle. Chipotle. I don't know. How How do you say it? Chipotle. Chipotle. Chipotle, I think. I put an extra A in there sometimes. You put an extra L in. I put a lot of A's and L's in <laughs> everything, I say. I'm would, no linguist. Would you do anything different? Uh, I cooked two of them. Yeah. Because that ham we is ate, gone. We ate off that ham. Man, I'm telling you, some sandwiches off that, it's hard to beat. Just get you some good, fresh Wonder Bread or Sunbeam Bread. Some Shell's favorite condiment. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what it is. It's a, it's a some good cheese. old American cheese. You got to buy the deluxe American yeah. craft cheese. That stuff's good. The only thing bad about those is the slices aren't wrapped. You know what it reminds me of? Government cheese. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Like commodity cheese. It's so good, though. It makes a good grilled cheese, too. Mm-hmm. Grilled ham and cheese. I, I eat on ham a week. I mean, it's I'm probably all swole up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's that time of year. I took some to the deer stand with me. I put it in a baggie. Had it in my had it in my, crackers. I didn't even take any crackers. I was just eating ham. <laughs> Watching deer and eating ham. So I thought we'd t- talk about a barbecue Christmas. Sure. I got some more ham stuff to talk about though. Yeah, let's talk about them. My favorite that falls ham recipe. Barbecue Christmas. Okay. So Your back on the ham favorite. subject. My sound's going out. I don't know about my favorite one, but let's talk about some of my favorite ones. When I think of it, I thought, well, first off, you've got the whole ham. Yeah. And I've got I've got some uh, family members and relatives that just want that whole ham. And you can buy them. They're about 18 pounds. And that's the one that I think of as the traditional Christmas ham where you take it it's and you monster. put the pineapples on the outside and the cherries, you know, the you pineapple rings. Yeah. That. That's, I looked it up earlier. You put the cherry, you know, cherry in the middle of the pineapple rings and you put it on there and smoke it. And you can glaze it a little bit if you want to. And that's the one that when I think of Southern Living Cookbook or Norman Rockwell, you know, picture on the table with the pineapple, that's that's the old, that's the, the ham I grew up on eating as a kid. Kind of a, uh, goes back to my childhood. It's a monster ham. Yeah. Um, and it's the butt and the shank portion. Is that it's it's the, the Yeah, and I, and I had that on here to talk about. So when you're buying these hams, a lot of times people don't need a whole ham. So that's why they started selling butt hams and shank hams. And butt hams, I don't know where the butt came from. Maybe it's the butt end of a ham, you know, because in a, in a shoulder, we have the butt end of a shoulder in the same way. So it's yeah. the upper portion yeah. of the, it is actually the upper that's portion of the pig's butt. butt. Essentially. Yeah. That's so that's what they do with the, the ham. They, they take that leg and it runs, you know, from above the knee up to the hip all the way. That's, that's your ham. And they take it and slice it in half. Now, the shank portion is the part that goes down to the knee. It's the lower portion of the leg. Okay. And then the upper portion is the butt portion, and that's where you get the two. So, and they typically, the ones you see in the grocery store, about 8 to 10 pounds each when they split them. So, if you think of it, it's about a 20-pound whole ham. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of ham. Yeah. And so, 
normally I'll buy. I like I like both. I mean, I don't. There's no no one's better than the other. There's if, no bad ham. Yeah. Um, my mom prefers the shanks because they have a better bone for making you know vegetables with. Yeah, but if you're and not concerned with making vegetables, if you're not, you're you're bang for your bucks on the butt portion because there's less bone to it. You get more meat, and so a lot of times, um, if I'm buying them to give away to people, or if I'm gonna serve them, I'm trying to get more yield out of it. I'll buy that uh, butt portion. I got a dickum dog chasing a fire truck. Sounds like. Right. <laughs> but that's what, and that's what, that's the only difference in them is that it's split. One's the upper upper part. One's the lower part yeah. when you're when you're talking ham, and you see them like that, you know, um, in the grocery store. So just know what you're buying. You're not gonna go wrong either. Yeah, I mean, it's is the flavor the same? Yeah, yeah. There's no difference in the meat. I mean, yeah. they've hammed it. <laughs> <laughs> so that hey, that does take us to uh, a fresh ham or green ham. Always get the it never fails. We're gonna get several emails about this every year. I got a fresh ham. How can I cook it to where I can serve it as a Christmas yeah as a Christmas? Christmas. You don't. Um, the whole thing with the ham is, is they've taken it and they've pre, pretty much pre-brined it is what they do. And, and they've been injected. They've been smoked. They've been fully cooked. That's what a ham is. It's not, you know, the, the it's part no of the raw meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not raw meat. They've turned it into a, they've hammed it basically. Other than that, it's just a, a, the rear quarter of a pig, you know, and that's what you got. If you got a fresh one, you don't have a ham. You got a, you got a fresh rear quarter, hind quarter. And that's and that's to to and barbecue or to smoke that, um, it's going to turn out like barbecue, and it's going you know you can take you could take it like a roast and you could slice it and it'd be kind of kin to like a you know the pork loin texture where where you know you wouldn't want to cook it to like falling apart if you're going to slice it. It's not that great. It's dry. I mean, it can be dry if you take it up to 160. You want barbecue? Yeah. Cook a yeah. If you want barbecue, cook cook a shoulder. Now you can cook. It makes pretty good. You know, there's there's pretty good ham pulled pork. It's a lot leaner. There's not as much fat in it. Yeah. And but that you're might not, be attractive to some people. And I've never tried to actually turn it into a ham myself. It, it takes a long time. The process is a long time turning it into a ham. I imagine it's I mean, pretty They inject finicky. it. They, yeah, they've got like a ham injector thing. You know, it's brine pump, and it pumps it full of stuff. And it's got to cook for so long to get it there to that right. And you're and playing with all the curing agents and all that. And I'm sure there's crazy. a good way. To, I mean, there's an art to making ham, you know, to cure those hams and you know, the ones we got, I guess you call them city hams. That's the kind we always eat. They're sugar-cured hams. They're not the salty, salty country-style ham. I do like those. Somebody did ask the other but, day, can you get a country ham and double smoke it? It would be so – I would think it would be – my experience with country hams, it's salty. The way we eat it, we get it sliced, and we fry it up in a skillet. We eat it for breakfast. You could eat it for dinner if you want. It's usually served with like red-eyed gravy or yeah. something like that, or something it's great it. with biscuits. <laughs> but that's how, that's how we'd eat – Country ham and country ham was meant to where it doesn't need refrigeration. You can keep it out in the country in a smokehouse, go out there and cut you some slices of it off and go to town, you know, cook it, probably eat it in that state. It's been cured enough, it's preserved. But um, city hams or sugar cured hams like we eat are typically smoked, and that's one of the ones you reheat and cook in the oven or cook on the double smoke on the smoker. And so those are the ones you want you want to serve. I've never heard of anybody trying to serve double up. Smoker. A, yeah. Country ham. Country ham, yep. You did a, um, one of my favorite ones that you did was a bourbon praline glazed that, ham. And I had that on my list, too. That was a really good one. That was what it's called a carving ham. And so what they've done there is they've, it's boneless. And they've taken, like, one side of a really big ham and cut it off that that whole muscle group. 
So the bones are right yeah above the yeah where the meatiest part of that yeah that that ham was, and it's one big so it solid had- mass of meat that you get ultimate yield from. There's no waste, and so I bought those at Sam's. I think they had them. They're Smithfields, and you don't see them. I mean, that, that, I do see them now. A lot of times they portion them and split those carving hams too, but they're kind of flat and they lay on a cutting board really easy, and you kind of slice them just like you do a brisket, and you can go from tip to top. Perfect portions, and man, they are so good. And they're fully cooked too. And you, it's just all on how you want to finish it. Now, that one, that particular one, I did that. Uh, it's almost like a praline glaze mm-hmm. with the bourbon mixed in. Man, that was good. It was very good. It was sticky, and it was, man, the ham was, had that salty element too. It mm-hmm. went with it really great. That would be that would be a really good holiday ham because it's, it's not your traditional kind of and style. And it's kind of special. Yeah. Kind of fancy. I, li- I like those carving hams. They're, you know, if you got a, but it's not like a protruded type, like a pit ham. No, no, no. It's not. It's not one of those they formed. But yeah. that you know, that's one of the first ones I remember too. My mom used to do those. I call them loaf hams. And it's like, I think Brian or Smoky Hollow or somebody would. About the other yeah, day. it looks like a football. A... <laughs> it's like <laughs> perfectly shaped. There was one that's and... in a can. No, we didn't ever eat that. No, okay. those are like yeah, canned ham. That's what they serve military are those... guys. <laughs> Those are like buying a sausages. I would imagine. I don't think I've ever had can- You know, you used to always get that one uh, bat. <coughs> Excuse me. Like a, was it Smoky Hollow or Hickory Farms basket? Or you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And it would have yeah, a can. Yeah. It'd have all this stuff in it, like mustards and cheeses, and then have a canned ham. <laughs> but I never have ate I haven't it. Seen I, one I always imagined it being time. like spam. Yeah. Kind of like a spam ham. Long, long spam ham. They still sell them. I need to get you one. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> Comes with the key to open it up. You know, you know, you ever seen that metal key? Awesome. You, I'd love it. It's got that old thick jelly like yes, stuff in it. Exactly it makes that imagining. noise when you slow. That's exactly what I'm imagining. I'd cook it up like a. I'd cook it up like a. You don't cook it. Too. Oh, you just fry it in a skillet? Yeah. Serve it with some biscuits. Though, <laughs> so, um,. Are you done with your hams? I got some other. Yeah, I had a. Ideas. Well, I did. The only other one I had was a pit ham. What's a pit ham? And pit hams are, are um, it's kind of, I guess, a Baltimore thing, but it's more of, um, a shaped kind of already ham that that they cook you on the pit and they slot. Yeah, they're really good. They're. I mean, I'm, you don't see them served as, like, um, for Christmas and stuff like that. They're more for like barbecue or you some at restaurants, food trucks. Places like that, or in a deli counter, they're harder to they're, glaze, in my opinion. Yeah, because they they, they've got a really top. The whatever they coated them with, the caramel kind of that make of the skin kind of have that rind like to it. Yes, you don't get a lot of flavor in them. Now they're good on a pit, like warmed up, yeah, and then sliced sure. thin and piled up like a hot ham sandwich or pit ham sandwich. Those are really good, but they're not they're not one that you'd want to put out on your Christmas table. What about turkeys? Yeah, turkeys, turkeys are for kinda, Thanksgiving. I'm yeah. done with them. <laughs> I'm over turkey. That's my one time a year to do turkey. And I, I, I delegate November for the month of the turkey. You did it for up Thanksgiving. this year. Um, what about uh, prime rib? Now, that's what I got on here next was the Christmas prime prime rib or the roast beast. Can like, we do like a prime rib this year? Heck yeah, we can. We're, um, and I like to do it with the fresh herb, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. You make that. Um, it's like a fresh herb rub. You know, you've got the garlic in there. You've got a little shallot in there. You've got all your rosemary and 
thyme and parsley and salt and pepper. So do and you, you coat go- the outside with a little olive oil and you pack all of that around it and you, you tie it up to where it's got to not, you know, hold its shape. Tuck a few rosemary sprigs in there so it looks really good. And then cook that baby till it's about 120, really rare. And just let it carry over slow and then slice it. And man, Let it rest for a really long time. Yeah, I like letting it rest for two hours before I cut it, you know. And then, man, those things are so juicy and melt in your mouth. Well, it's smoked, so you get that element you, too. Do you do bone-in? Um, I like them both ways. I, I mean, boneless is the easiest. If you cook it on the bone, you got to cut that bone off. But there's the a lot of good flavor. It's so good, yeah. Usually I cut that. That's for I the, cut it off, and then that, that's like cook's, that's, cook's mm-hmm. choice or whatever. I set that aside and, and trim it off when and I'm cleaning it later. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. And then serve it with that uh, horseradish Mayo. shell sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to call it shell sauce from now on. Everybody know what I'm talking the about? horseradish sauce is, it just has a little mayo in it. <laughs> it's mainly like horseradish, creamy horseradish, a little hot sauce. Yeah. A little salt and pepper. Yeah. That's about it. It's it's really easy. Mayo and a little regular horseradish. It goes, it goes, and I, you know, I usually always do like a au jus, like a dip mm-hmm. to go to go with it. Gosh, that's so good. And I don't use the drippings from the smoker. It's too smoky. Anybody ever asked me, could you save those? It picks up too much. It gets that liquid smoke flavor, and I don't like. I'd rather have just make me a packet of au jus or save an au jus from something else that yeah that uh that I've made and reheat that and serve it with it. But that's. Christmas prime rib is the way to go so with the fresh herb rub. Where do you get a prime rib? Man, and how every grocery store's got them now. It depends on how many people you're serving. I mean, I usually do one that's pretty good size. I mean, they're yeah. they're pricey, so you don't overcook them. That's the main thing with a prime rib. I mean, you're going to spend some good money. I mean, it's you know this time of year you're going if you find one for under fourteen ninety nine a pound, you're doing great. I mean, Kroger sells them. You know, they're just choice prime ribs, bone in ribeyes. And they're, you know, sometimes they'll run them for six ninety nine a pound. But usually I'll try to get them from Sam's or Costco. I know it's a little bit better quality meat. If I could find a, a certified Angus beef one, man, I'd be into something there. I need to go, oh, you know where I need to go? Super low. I bet you they can get me one. They don't sell them whole. I've never seen them whole there, but I bet you they can get me one. I bet you they bring them in. I bet you they And do. cut them. Oh, yeah. Um. So if you don't want to splurge on the price of the prime rib, is there anything you could do like a strip loin? Strip loin is a good choice. What's um, the price difference in a strip loin, and how? Here's a couple bucks a pound. Not a whole lot, really. Strip loin, a little uh, boneless strip loin yields a little more because it don't have as much fat. Oh, but and so yeah, I know. So that's usually why. I mean, they're both good. You're not saving a whole lot. Where do you find a strip loin? Same places. Okay. Anybody that's selling beefs got them. You know, there ain't no special store. You're not gonna go to Target or. Hobby Lobby and get them. <laughs> <laughs> Grocery store, chef. <laughs> what about a beef loin? Oh, yeah. We're having a loin party this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loin party. Now, we're doing a, what are we doing? Some kind of Christmas get together with your college friends, yes, your buddies. But we're doing a murder mystery party. Yeah, those are my football, fancy football guys. And. I don't want to jinx myself, but I was the number one team going into the playoffs. If anybody's been keeping up with my season, <laughs> I pretty much dominated. And I'm probably going to lose this week. But that's don't okay. Say that. You've said that every week. Playoffs started last week, week 14. Was it week 14? Or, yeah, I think. Is that how you make yourself feel better? Like, I'm probably going to lose. So if you do lose, you're I don't like. Don't feel as bad. Yeah, I won this week. So how many more weeks? I beat there? Justin. 
I beat, I beat, I beat the, I guess he was defending champ, wasn't he? Did he yeah. win it last year? Yeah. I think, I think so. so. Or somebody, I think he did. I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, I beat him and then I got two more games and I'll be the champion. So there's I like play, semifinals. And I play uh, Austin this and week. Bill Cosby Sleepers. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> <his team. laughs> a great team name, isn't it? <laughs> and then I play uh, the, the winner of uh, Barrier J. And that's the final. And that's the final. The Super Bowl. If I make it. Yeah. I'm projected. I got Now, they may be wrong. I don't know. But I'm projected to win. You're feeling good This week. It. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. My team, they, they don't look like much on paper. <laughs> but they put up points. They don't look like much on paper. You You've see these guys. some ridiculous numbers from, from oh, players. Yeah. From like second string, you know. Yeah. Like I've just had the 30, right players on the right teams. I've been lucky. At the yeah. right times, too. Yeah. I left so many points on my bench this week. I may, I probably could have scored 200 points. Really? Yeah. All uh, my bench guys that just decided to show up, cut up. But you still won. I had a Giants player, a rookie wide receiver for the Giants. I got like 32 points last night. And Was they he still on won. your bench? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't play. I mean, I had I, – see, we started this Dynasty League thing where you keep players now and I was like well you know I'll draft a few rookies take a few chances on mm. some players and so I got a couple good ones so how many year. can you keep I think two okay I think we can keep do two do you have two that you want to keep yeah I do actually they're both rookies and oh, I got so them your strategy deep, so paid off a little strategy yeah. oh so you get so you're going to lose a turn but it's not yeah 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 it depends on you lose the previous where he would be the next year or something, pick like that. Where so you picked him. If you drafted him year. in eight, you're going to lose your seventh pick next year. Yeah. Well, um, he moves up to your seventh pick and, and advances. That's him. how they get him off your. So you can't just draft one of the top 10 guys and say, I'm going to keep him. No, he won't. If he's a top 10 or he won't be a top round pick. Yeah. So he'll be gone. That makes sense. Anyway, figuring this thing out. Beef loin. Beef loin. Beef yes. loin is if you don't want to spring for pork loin. Or I mean, a prime rib, maybe. Now they're just as expensive. Oh, I mean, they yeah, are? Yeah, yeah. And you buy uh, the – now, you can buy the whole Pismo or whatever, however they uh, – it's an untrimmed beef loin where you have mm -hmm. to trim out the chain, trim off some of that side, you know. Is that what you're going to do this weekend? I'm probably going to buy the ones already trimmed. Save yourself. It depends. I do like those trimmings because I use – I don't – I use that stuff. Makes a good burger. Hey, I like yeah. – I mean, I like making fajitas out of it. Yeah, we yeah. make uh, – what but I, it depends on my time because I'm going to go hunting. So I don't know if I'm going to buy one already trimmed or where all I got to do is season it and get it on there. I'm doing a whole pork loin and a whole beef loin. Um, and we'll have some sauces. I'm going to do a cranberry type sauce to go with the pork. Yes. And then I'm going to do the shell. Shell sauce. Shell sauce. Horseradish shell sauce. Horsey shells. Yeah. <laughs> sauce. And uh, that's going to go with the beef. Yeah. Then we're going to do a charcuterie. Big board. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be all apps. Like holiday fancy, appetizers. Fancy holiday apps. <clears throat> so I wrote down some of my favorite holiday appetizers. Okay. And. Shoot them at me. Well, this one is really good. It's that cast iron jalapeno popper dip. Yeah. And you can serve it with whatever you want. It goes with crudite vegetables. It goes with corn chips, Fritos. It's good to spoon in those little phyllo cups. Mm -hmm. So you can use, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. That's one of my favorite ones. But you got to have some meatballs and cocktail weenies. What do you call them? Bats <laughs> and balls. I love those for holiday parties. That's what I mean. To me, that's a Christmas party. It does. If you got some holiday, if you got and some, they're good. Yeah, the, and I'm not the you know the the old classic ones fine with me. I don't usually put the pineapples and cherries in it. 
Yeah, but I like I it with like, like the barbecue sauce and the grape jelly. Lately, I've been doing just this is just or the mustard ones. I was going to say the Man. mustard ones. Cattleman's has a Cattleman's Tangy Gold barbecue sauce. It used to be called Honey Gold. Then yeah. it used to be called Carolina Gold. What is it now? I think it's tangy. It's just, not gold. It's the, it. it's the yellow Cattleman's sauce. Pour that. Get you some frozen meatballs. Frozen meatballs in the crock pot. Yellow, yellow Cattleman's sauce. Put the lid on. Let it get hot. People will think you did something special. Serve it we kind of stumbled on that one accidentally. It's really good. Yeah. Even if you get in a, a, a pinch and don't have time to... To do it in the crock pot, you can do them in a big pot on the stove. Remember when you did that and warmed them up and, the, and then transfer them over to a crock pot to keep yeah. warm and you, people think you cooked them? That's an easy <laughs> one. That's an easy one. Then I've got, um, well, I said charcuterie board, but one of my other favorite ones that I do is those brown sugar chicken bites. Yeah. Where you take chicken thighs and you roll them up in bacon and season them with like the, the brown sh- seasoned brown sugar and you cook them and they don't take long at all and those things are go fast and they're delicious they kind of have that little sweet and salty yes. thing going along and stuffed mushrooms are great for a christmas party or that's holiday what party. i'll do this bus it's like a bus. crab stuffed mushroom portobello little baby portobellos and those are really really good mm-hmm. that's what i had for you for holiday was we got we have planned this yet so. yeah we got to plan it today <laughs> um we know we're doing loins yeah it's a loin party <laughs> That's my contribution. Anything else you don't hear, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock out. How are you gonna do some your- beef tenderloin and some uh, pork loin? How are you gonna cook those two loins? Um, I'm not gonna do anything crazy to them. I'm gonna do the my my new uh, TX brisket on the on the beef, mm-hmm. and then on the pork, I'm probably just uh, you know I'm gonna put a little something on the pork. I don't know. I may do like well, I really you know that um, herbs to. Bro- to Provence, yes. it's really good on pork. If you're going to do like a sweet glaze with it, that would be really good with it, and it would be kind of, you know, holiday. It wouldn't I be. It's not going to be like barbecue. I've never done the herbs to Provence on the pork. It's I've good. Always done it on chicken. It's good. It's really good yeah. on chicken. Um, I could do jerk pork though. That would be good. Yeah, that's not very holiday. Yeah. True. I need to get something to go. I hadn't worked that. I hadn't. That, the pork is kind of like just a filler for people that don't like rare beef because <laughs> I'm cooking this thing rare. Yeah. And and that's going to be my highlight. I'm probably just going to eat beef. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some of them good rolls to go with it. Mm. You can make little there you go. And some butter sandwiches. Expensive butter, that Irish Kerrygold butter, <laughs> room temp. Um, one thing you did last year that was a big hit, that was delicious, was your smoked sausage and cheese balls. Those are, yeah, those are really a party food to me, though. To me, those are breakfast. Yeah. They are so good, though. But a lot of people use them for party appetizers. They are. They can be, especially when you pair them with that uh, Captain Rodney's mm-hmm. di- uh, glaze to dip them in. You took- All of a sudden, it goes from breakfast to party food. <laughs> right? You took my, like, just basic sausage and cheese ball recipe and really, like, kicked it up to another level. Added cream cheese, added mm-hmm. some peppers to it. Mm-hmm. It was, they're very good. Hard to beat. Yes. And ate your mama's sausage and cheese ball, uh-uh. that's for sure. And you don't have to cook them on the smoker. I mean, they pick up more flavor yeah, that way. Yeah, you can throw them in the oven. Heck, you can do them, put them on a sheet pan, freeze them, and then get them out and have them ready to go. But on a cast iron and smoker, that's mm-hmm. great. Cast iron is perfect for sausage and cheese balls because it gets it a little bit crunchy, crunchy on the outside. Do you like flip them or do you like them to mm-hmm. stay? I flip them yeah. halfway through. They don't stay in the ball shape if you do that, though. They get these little, I don't guess, like, what do you call that? Artisan, artisan or? Yeah. <laughs> What is it when it's not perfectly shaped? Artisan's a good is it? one. Okay. Rustic. Rustic. Yeah. That's what I always rustic. say. This is going to be a rustic dish. Yeah. That means it's not going <laughs> to look very good, but it's going to taste delicious. Exactly. It shells away. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> it's going to be dang good. 
You also did that Creole shrimp dip that was really good. Yeah, that was a good dip, too. I love it. I mean, anything you can put in the cast iron skillet and serve mm-hmm. as a dip at a party because the cast iron keeps it warm. That's why I like it. And, you know, if you just do a regular old glass casserole dish or whatever, a metal pan, it don't hold its heat. But that cast iron, you can set it on a little trivet, and it's going to stay warm. Serve it with some, um, that bread. Which one's a little, like, toast? Toast, yeah, kind uh, of toast points, kind of. The baguette that yeah, we toast baguette. up. That's yeah. the word I was looking for, baguette. It's good with that. You also, uh, one thing that we did was the smoked breakfast casserole. We just talked about that earlier Christmas, today. Christmas that's Christmas party. Yeah, that's, that's not necessarily a Christmas party. I have two Christmas things morning. for Christmas morning that I like to have, and it's the breakfast casserole and the, I call them upside down cinnamon rolls. What do you call them? Um, sticky put, buns. Yeah, where you put the pecan be, sticky buns, pecans and sugar and butter and all that in the bottom of the skillet, the iron skillet, and you use the Pillsbury's big jumbo crescent rolls that you pop out with wop cinnamon rolls. You set them in there and then you flip it all out after it cooks. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's so good. And it's really easy. And that's all you need on Christmas morning and get up, let the kids do presents and everything, and you th- pop have, have them already ready to roll. That's what I do. I have it ready in casserole dishes. And it, you put the cat, you put them in the cast iron skillet, or do you do that in a casserole dish too? Well, the sticky buns. How do you do it? Cast iron skillet, or mm-hmm, cast iron in that ramp? But you can't, so you can't. But it's skillet. so easy; you don't really have. Yeah, to. I do that. I, I do the breakfast casserole the day before, or two days before, even. Yeah, because the better it set, the more it sets in there, the better mm-hmm. it gets. Um, if you haven't tried that, y'all need to try that. I thought about instead of doing the sticky buns, doing a, like a bread pudding. Yeah, a breakfast bread pudding. I've been wanting. I've been wanting to experiment. Not the white chocolate. I've been wanting to do one with the uh, donuts. Yeah. Try it. The old, the leftover donuts. Yeah, day old donuts or whatever. Um, I'll get some day old Krispy Kremes or something. That white chocolate bread pudding. I didn't even think about that, but that's a good holiday recipe. That is. is. We might have to do that. What do we have for dessert? I ordered a cheesecake. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. So. You also something. It's else. a lunchtime yet. <laughs> um, you also did that bacon wrapped turkey breast. Yeah, that's a good. A ho- that's a good holiday one because it's not. You know, if you're not tired of turkey yet, it looks good. I like it, and it's simple because you just make your bacon wave and you put it over the turkey boneless turkey breast, and so it, it's real easy. It doesn't, it doesn't take long to cook. But everybody's turkeyed out, I would think. Do people do turkeys for Christmas? Some people do. Some people do geese, like Christmas goose. Yeah. I need to do one of those. I think I can get I know where I can get a goose out back. <laughs> I would have no problem with you going goose hunting in the backyard. I had some Charles brought me some goose mm-hmm. the other day. It was man, you just swore it was ribeye. Yeah, it was awesome. Good. They come out of Oklahoma. They said they were been eating peanut fields and they went over there and killed the Canada geese. And uh man, they were I didn't do that. They don't taste like the ones we have around here. Ours, I think, eat minnows or something. I don't <laughs> <like that. laughs> they, don't, they don't. You need to capture them good. and yeah, clean them out. Clean them out. There you go. I can clean them out on some big Virginia peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fatten that goose up good. That's a good idea. Where are you going to store this case? In the garage with little Yeah, he'll be in there with the cat. <laughs> hanging out, waiting on Christmas. How <laughs> I many days do you think it take to clean, clean a goose out? Are we talking weeks here? Can I get him in seven day? Can I get him on the seven day plan? I don't know. I've got fifteen days to get this goose right. I have to go catch one tonight. 
He's plucking and cleaning. Oh, we can handle that. that you, you got a guy? I got a goose picker. <laughs> <laughs> I know a goose picker, too. Oh. Okay, that's all I had for uh, Christmas meals. Yeah, what are we going to talk about now? Gifts? Because that's my second Probably favorite thing about Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> getting or receiving? <laughs> Both. I like giving gifts as much as I like getting them. Oh, man, who do, who won the PK thing over Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, I can't. Um, I can't remember the guy's name now. That's terrible. Can you look it up real fast while I'm talking Christmas gifts? Yeah, Yeah, we can't have dead air. Um, So I did Greg Rippey as we talked about, but he or also he asked me. uh, That was his last thing. What I want for Christmas, and I don't know if you listened. I didn't. So I'm going to tell you what I told him, and (laughs) I don't know if if Santa Claus is listening or if 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 you'll be the one trying to find this for me, but. I need this is what I this is what I'd like to have for Christmas. Okay. Is a rolling wood card of some kind that I can stack my stick burning wood on and roll out by Miss Jolene. I want it to look as good as her. You know, roll it out there and we do videos or whatever. It's just a wood storage. Yeah. So you know, I can keep my wood in a controlled environment, let it dry out on the rack sitting in the in the garage. Yeah. And then you open it up and roll. I think that'd be a great Christmas gift. That would be a great Christmas gift. I've never seen one. I've seen like you know, there's all kinds of wood racks. Maybe you could get a wood rack that would fit on another cart or something, but but it's gonna have some weight to it, so it's gotta you know it's gotta hold up to be able to. It's gotta be movable, and I'm not, I'm not talking a bunch of you know wood. I'm not trying to put a whole cord on it and roll it. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure wood. somebody has those for fireplace. Jimmy needs to sell them. Yeah, smoker smokerwood.com wood racks. I mean, be a good idea, Jimmy. Uh, I'm sure people use them for fireplaces and whatnot. Yeah, they got to. Yeah. But I did that's jot the only down. Thing, that's the only thing you want for Christmas? Yeah, I'm not, I don't need very much. Love and affection. <laughs> what else do you have? I just got some stuff that makes really good Christmas gifts. Yeah. And we do this every year, and I probably say the same things. But if that person in your life does not have a set of grill grates, you need to get them some. Yes. Because that's... What's the price point on Seller Girl Greats? hundred bucks? hundred bucks, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I got... That's I don't a know good how many gift for Dad. Yeah. Grill, set of Grill Greats. That's... Um, it changes grilling world. Thermal works. They're great for not even just grilling, but you can cook on the backsides of them too. Mm-hmm. Use, use it as a flat top. That's my next thing I got. Same thing goes for if they don't have a thermal pin... throw all those other thermometers away. Get them a thermal pin. They'll never use those other ones. They'll give those away to somebody else. Because a thermopin is where it's at. Or a dot. And I had that too. If they got a thermopin, get them a dot. And the dot is basically a thermometer, but it's got a wire probe to it. So you stick the probe in and the meat, you, and you run the cord out your grill, and you got a little control unit. That's the dot control. And it just does one thing. That's what dot is. You set the temperature to where you want it, and there you go. It reads it. They got a blue dot, which is a little bit more expensive, and it connects to their app. And then wirelessly transmit, so you can be inside the house and see what temperature your meat's on. You can get it. They had a big sale on dots the other day. I think you could have gotten one for thirty five bucks. They might want multiple dots if they're like me. Yeah. And guys, if you're listening to this, tell your wife that's what you want: a dot and a thermal pin. Or just get her. And if you want a multi probe unit, <laughs> like Malcolm does, just yeah. Make her listen to this podcast. She'll know what to buy. So. And also, if you want, if they got the dot and they got the thermopin and they want a multi-probe unit, 
uh, the signals as a way to go. And I think he does four probes at the that one time. That one's a little more pricey. Yeah, that's for you got to really like on the bottom of them. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's more pricey. But they last forever. That is. So, do you have any? I've got some more. Dang it, you got all mine. Oh, that's all That's all you came with? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, let me continue. <laughs> Good. Fancy cutting board. That is a good Like one. my booze block or Jimmy's smoker wood block that I use on the videos. Yeah. Um, they're dual purpose. Not only can you show off all this deliciousness that you're smoking or grilling and have a place to carve it when it's done, don't make sure you tell them not to, don't prep on it. Try not to prep on it. I usually use no raw meat yeah, on it. Yeah, I, I don't like using my, anything I'm gonna serve. I don't like using that to actually yeah. prep. Put the raw meat well, on. We turn it into a charcuterie. Boy. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. It's dual purpose. Yeah, because I can also use it for serving, and this is where the wives can use it if they're having you know people over and you want to make a charcuterie board or sausage and cheese board or whatever you want. Just serve on it. Looks really good, and it's a kind of a showpiece. So those big boards can stay out on your counter. Um, I like the 20, what's it, 24 by 36. I know, is that what no, it is? 18 by 24. 18 by 24. This, That's the one, the one I, have, that I like. But they have bigger ones. Yeah, the 18 by 24 is huge. One, That's what we use in the videos, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can get it, I think it, mine came from Amazon. Is that where you bought it? it? You bought it for me. It was a Christmas gift. Yeah. I don't have it. You can go back and see when I first started using it. It's been a long time. Old house, yellow kitchen. That's how long I've had that board. And I mean, we, we, don't, we wipe it down. Um, usually just use a wet rag. Um, yeah, and a little. We don't even put soap on it because it's. Uh-uh. Uh, we use lemon and salt, and that's what you clean it with. And then it's got some conditioners that you could. It's like board butter. I got from. I booze. hardly ever condition it. Have yeah. you ever conditioned? Yeah, it? I put the oil on it sometimes, yeah. and I put the butter on it sometimes. But I, but I don't a lot because a lot of the meat that we do mm-hmm. seeps down into it, and that meat sets it. So if you wipe it off and clean it, I don't. I, don't, I never let it set. Exactly. And something set stay on it. I don't want it to stain it or anything. So whenever we get through videoing or whatever we're doing, I make sure to wipe it up at least with paper towel. And then usually it goes to the kitchen sink or a counter, and that's where we put a little salt on it and get some lemon, squeeze on it, rub that all in, wipe all that off, maybe use a water, a little dry cloth, get that off, and that's ready to go. It yep. goes right back in the, uh, in the pantry. And that's where it lives. And I have, and I, but I think cutting boards, and not even those big ones, even a regular size cutting board. A cutting board makes yeah. a good gift. And, if, and then I was going to say, if you got to have a cutting board, you got to have some knives. And so every every barbecue guy needs some basic barbecue knives. And you don't need a ton of them, but you know a good six inch um, stiffer blade boning knife, um, a flexible fillet knife, usually five and a half inches, six five and a half six five. inches is a, is a is a good one. If you're talking um, about the Dexter, right? yeah, and that's what I am talking about. And a slicing knife. These are and. Like basic, when I say basic ones, it's like the Dexter Russell brand. You're not breaking the bank. They're very affordable. What are they, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something yeah, like that? in that price range. Yeah, you're not, you're not dropping hundreds. Between yeah. for those three knives. And, the, and those knives, they're everyday utility knives that they're going to use. Uh, if you want to spend more money, you can get a set. Um, you know, Dow Strong makes some good ones. Mm-hmm. And, and those those knives are a little fancier. They cost a little more money. They usually come, you can get a block with them. Amazon runs some great deals on them. Um if you want to get even a little fancier than that, my personal favorites are the shuns and shell's gotten to where um, when she needs a gift for me, that's what I usually, she knows I like them. And so she's gotten me different ones over the years. I think you started out with the, um, their filet knife, which was a smaller one. And then you got me the uh, roast car, the big, the big yeah. one, the brisket knife. And that's what we actually keep on our barbecue trailer. That's the one I use. I love the weight of it. 
But those aren't knives that I get out all the time because, I mean, you're talking a couple hundred bucks a knife. Yeah. I mean, and I, so I take care of those. And Let me ask you this. So you have a ton of knives. You have utility knives. You have great, you have a lot of Dow Strongs. You have a couple shuns. If someone gave you a knife for a Christmas gift, would you still be like, all right, got another knife? Heck yeah. <laughs> knives and guns, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> knives and guns and grills and smokers. <laughs> You can't get wrong with uh-uh, any of that. You can't. So no socks. I'm good on socks. <laughs> I think I'm good on socks. Um, real quick, PK winner was barbecue at homes. Oh right, barbecue at homes. I have no idea who that is. Who is Holmes? Where's it? Is he from Utah? It seemed like I remember that. Yeah. Shout out to at barbecue at homes. He won the PK bundle we yep. gave away. And who knows, we may do some more giveaways sometime. Um, Dal Strong had said something about doing something. Oh, really? A holiday giveaway? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I, oh down the road. I'd yeah. love to give away some Dow Strong knives. Yeah. Um, they give me a knife, I give one away. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you have on your Christmas gift Okay. List? You well, can always get You got to have smoker. a knife sharpener. Oh. And this is more of a good stocking stuff. It's a set of crock sticks. Stocking stuffer, is that what I said? Stocking <laughs> stuffer. Um, crock sticks are my favorite. And what they are, I guess they make all different kinds, but my buddies over at Swan Life put me on the crock sticks, and it's a block of wood, and it's got pre-drilled holes to hold the angle of these sharpening rods. So there's no guesswork. And having to you know hold, like some of my shun knives have a different degree angle You're of some of my doll strongs, and then the who knows what my – Dexter Russell's have on them now. I've used them so much, but but the crock sticks hold that angle, and they're perfect for sharpener. If I can do it on them, anybody can, and that's why I like them. It's a little wood block. They're about less than twenty bucks. I think it's fifteen bucks. The, the rods store in the block, it kind of twists, and you set them in the little holes, and a then you just gift. go straight. To, yeah, they're great. They're great gifts. That's a perfect um, stocking stuff. It is. It is. It's a really good one. And they're, you know. Heck, if I was to do a dirty sand, I'd take a set of crock sticks. Yeah. I'd want to pick that. You know, you can't never have too many sets of them. Um, also, the razor blade knives. And these knives typically aren't that expensive. And they're kind of like a scalpel. If you think of a, a, a doctor's scalpel, they're razor sharp and they're disposable. So you buy the knife and it has the little arm that the that the blade actually goes in. Uh, Havilon is one that I really like. I think Outdoor's Edge makes one too. Usually the you, but you use those for competitions mostly. Yeah, right? for, for fine trimming, for cutting. It's a razor, and so they're great. Now those things will hurt you. <laughs> Believe me, they will hurt you. So you you got to be careful like with them. Well, I've never no personally got myself, but Wayland's known to try to cut his fingers off. He <laughs> <laughs> just don't pay attention or what? I know he ain't going too fast. <laughs> but that's it. The Havilon, not check those out. Um, I think I bought mine on Amazon. Everything I get comes from Amazon, it seems like. I need to strike up a deal with Amazon. But that's all I got. That's my Christmas list. There wants, and there's some good gift ideas. Um, if anybody else has any good gift ideas. You want my Christmas list? Jelly of the month? Jelly of the month. <laughs> what is I yours? I actually saw one the other day. It was like Christmas, or it was cookie of the month. There's a, ton, there's a ton of those now. Yeah. They've been sending them to the house, I guess. We're going to do sausage of the food. month. <laughs> Summer sausage of the month. I just got a, you got a new. There's a joke there. I'm not. <laughs> That's a whole different kind of <laughs> date nap. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. I guess there is. This is a PG show. But um, 
man, I'm ready for Christmas, Shell. When we gonna look at lights and trees been up for a month now. <laughs> Uh, we've been out of town. We went to Nashville. It's on my mm-hmm. list. <laughs> Why is Nashville Way too many people in Nashville right now. Nashville is crunk. We went to Opryland to the yeah. um Christmas, whole Christmas the ice, thing they got there. The sled, the tubing down the uh, the hill, the nine degree Christmas what? story ice sculpture display, the all the Christmas lights. To, you can't killed? get in a restaurant. It's hard to get. Uh, no, they had beverages. They had to have that. I'm, that was the one thing I was thankful for walking around that place was there's a bar, like a pop up bar every thirty yards, and you could you could get you a twenty dollar <laughs> bourbon coat. <laughs> what amazed me was we bought free. We had your parents, us, and Michael, and we bought tickets to go through this ice. The ice, yeah, which is a, like you said, it's nine degrees in there. You can't stay long. It's nine degrees with the with the wind. <laughs> they got some big. <laughs> Fan and it's a, it's the greatest scam going because they you're basically paying to go get frozen a big freezer and look at this stuff. Well, it's so cold you can't spend time looking at it. But they and then you run in and they put you in this big blue parka and <laughs> and then it's like oh, the things are are gorgeous. I mean the, the how they did them is amazing. But I was I was like a popsicle. It was like a blast freezer. It was pretty much a blast freezer. It was a freezer with air blowing through it, and that's how they keep that stuff cold. And you're constantly running people in. And but for four, I think I was in there for maybe ten minutes, nine ten minutes tops. But, but for four adults and one child, it was over two hundred dollars yeah, for a ticket. Oh no, they got that figured out. Mm-hmm. But no, we had fun. But Nashville's on my list. It's too busy. <laughs> Y'all have fun. <laughs> I'm going to the woods. I've had enough. Enough crowds. I watch my bowl games on TV where they're supposed to be watched. My um. The Bulldogs are going Bulldogs. to Nashville to the Music City Bowl. I've been to the Music City Bowl, and um, man, it's a blast. If it wasn't on New days. Year's, I'd leave you at home and go with my friends. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I had uh, at was the it last New Year's when we went. I don't remember. No, I couldn't have been. I wouldn't have went up there New Year's when I went with the buddies from work. We be away. They went up there. No, it wasn't New Year's. I don't think it was. They, I'm, yeah, I went for a Titans game, just a regular. No, it was the Music City Bowl. I think it was Kentucky, and I don't remember who they were playing. Kentucky won. I remember that. Well, the last thing I had on my list was a football update. Hit. You kind of already did that. Yeah. Fantasy football update? Yeah. Go Max Monsters. <laughs> Bring it home for you, baby. Um, But we will be back with the podcast right the week before Super Bowl. Is that when we're coming back? Yep. We're going to do football. We're going to the shed the week before Super Bowl. Oh, so yeah. we'll have an update on that. We're getting back into barbecue mode. I'm, uh, that contest is coming up. If you haven't registered, I think we mentioned this months ago. Is it but full already? Or? I doubt it. But they're having a big SCA, double SCA, ribs, turkey, kids cook, Bloody Mary, all down in Ocean Springs, Mississippi in January. So the weather should be nice. You can go to the beach and come down and visit Mississippi. And we'll be there. Yeah. Between okay. now and then, though, holiday time, baby. <laughs> Well, hey, we appreciate everybody checking it out, hanging out with us this year, 2019. But We'll be back with season three. That's right. Where can they find us, Shell? If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's a wrap. <laughs> you can go back to the woods. <laughs> Time to get the gun out.